Welcome to Fan Freaks Podcast number 32. You're listening to the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, music, comics, and games. Today, joining me is a very special guest. Actually, um, what? how would we do this? I'm really bad at math, but it is uh, one-third of BBC, where I am one of the B and he is the other B. Here joining us today is George Bangarang Pardo. How you doing? I can't believe you couldn't get one-third down. Listen, I, I'm not good at math. I never pretended to be. Um, but but how are you feeling? How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty great. It's a good night. Uh, yeah, I'm just kind of relaxing. <laughs> folks, at, folks at home might actually, uh, believe it or not, they know you already because they, they know you by reputation first. Ah, oh uh, yes. Would you like to give them a little tidbit? Do you, hmm. do you know? Do you even know this tidbit? Do you even remember? Remember what tidbit that what you tidbit? wrote the theme song for Fan Freaks. Oh, I did what now? Nah, Paris. <laughs> yeah, I did what? So for the listener yeah. out there, you know that little little ditty you heard in the intro. That's all thanks to this little buster right here. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, I uh, I wrote the song. It took me two and a half weeks for thirty seconds, and it's great. <laughs> oh my god, and it really is great. Like honestly, I I wanted to get a good intro because I didn't want to use a fucking stock Kevin McLeod piece or whatever. Oh and I was god, like, you know what? Yes. I know a damn good musician, like fucking firsthand. Let me see what he's got. And you, boy, you did not fucking disappoint. I really appreciate that, man. Thank you. No, of course. I just want to give a big thank you from all of us fan freaks for creating this amazing piece to to introduce our our little ditties and titties with. <laughs> no, dude, I'm just happy to help. Titties and bitties everywhere. <laughs> yes. We're going to start out with our recents. Um, I'm going to go first just to give our, our little bangarang a little uh, introduction as to how it's done on this show. Um, I know, I know you need, you need these lessons because this Please isn't, this isn't hand. just freaking Twitch anymore, buddy. This is, this is the Ugh. big league. We're on Spotify. I mean, no, with Twitch, you help me, so. We're, we're shoulder and shoulder with bizarre covers of songs that are, are unavailable on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where we are. We're right there with them. Um, anyway, my recent games, um, I played, oh, wow, funny story. Um, our, mm. my good friend Bangarang, uh, Pardo here. I'm sticking with Bangarang because I just fucking oh think that's God. hilarious. We talked about Pardo. I, I say Bangarang once and he just <laughs> latches onto it. He's like, no, it has to be Bangarang. No, you because, said it. Because it's like everyone here is, I'm I'm George, Bone King, you know, Hernandez, mm-hmm. Adrian the Dude, Mike Quez. And then I'm like, we got to follow that theme. And then you're just like, Pardo. And I'm like, no, man, let's throw in like a, a nickname. And you're like, Bangarang, Bangarang. Pardo. I'm like, there it is. Bangarang! I don't know. I told you. See, he just laughs on it. But hey, if it works, I don't give it. I don't give a shit. It's fine. It's well, working well, when Bangarang uh, moonlights as his Twitch persona, <laughs> Brawling Barb, um, That's <laughs> he actually uh, joined me in a playthrough of a game called Human Fall Flat. Oh God! Yes, uh, we had a very interesting oh. time. You could check us out on Twitter. Uh, Twitter, fucking on Twitter. Twitch. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we, we stream can check on Twitter. We like Facebook gaming. Listen, everyone already streams on Facebook. Everyone already streams on fucking Twitch and shit. We're gonna be the pioneers of of streaming on on Twitter. Okay, that that's just what we're gonna Two do. Two minute videos, then we have to re-upload the rest. <laughs> Two minute streams, <laughs> forty second streams. Here we go. Um, so but two human- minutes of setup, and then just like, oh wait, you know, I'm gonna cancel it. Hold on, bye. Well, that's that's how any good streamer does it. We gotta we gotta build a fan base by canceling on them constantly. <laughs> Thanks for your money. I'm gonna go. 
In any case, uh, Human Fall Flat was a really fun game. Uh, you could check it out on twitch.tv slash bonekingtv or twitch.tv slash brawlingbarb, hey, for mm -hmm. multiple perspectives. Um, it was a physics-based game uh, that had a focus on sort of like platforming and trying to get to a goal. Uh, but it really was like you control your arms and that's and like you're jumping and that's kind of it. Like, help me out here. Any other yeah, so plot like, critical the game things? Is like, the game is like a physics-based puzzle where you have to go around solving the, the puzzle in one little level to get onto the next area. All you can control your arms and your body is jelly. You can jump <laughs> yes. and it's bad. You can grab onto things <laughs> and it's bad. And it's Everything bad. is a really good time. But Bone found a secret that I couldn't and he found the secret to climbing. Uh, and I didn't figure that out. And you exploited it on the last stage. That was so fantastic. But after reviewing the footage, you can actually see me wasting the entire playtime <laughs> trying to figure out this exploit. Because the minute I grab onto a surface and start, like, trying to get on top, I'm like, there's a, there's gotta be a way to fucking just climb normally. And the game doesn't want you to do that. The game wants you to jump at your maximum distance of your arms outstretched and then climb up and that's all you're supposed to get but if you fucking fuck around with the camera a certain way you can get a little bit of traction at a time and just hump your way up any fucking surface and if you go to the ending of my stream you could see when I'm climbing that giant mansion it's down to a science I'm able to fucking reach my hand up higher than normal and like legit rock climb this shit so after doing that would it? Would you kill me if I said I wanted us to go back? <laughs> First off, no. Second off, the the I don't know how I felt about that last bit because on one hand, all you're doing is climbing while Pixel and I are trying to solve the puzzle. <laughs> on on the other hand, you still got us all the checkpoints. See, but that's and we the were thing. trying hard. We were trying, man, and then it's like, all right, I think we solved it. Checkpoint. Wait, what happened? Okay, guys, you can kill yourselves. God that's damn it, the Bob. incentive to let me train. I always break the game and get a shit ton of checkpoints. Because when there's when you get a checkpoint, um, everyone else can die and they'll spawn at the checkpoint that whoever got the furthest get got to. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm over here out of bounds climbing over shit, <laughs> sequence breaking like crazy, and they're like, solve the puzzle. I'm like, but look, I beat it. Like, come on. <laughs> Didn't you make it on top of like a house or a mountain or the something? Mansion just you the mansion at the end. The mansion at the end. I can almost guarantee you they did not expect you to be able to go up there. I was just like, yes. And you know, you can make your character raise his hands I'm like, yes, I did it. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, if you want to see a bouldering gameplay, just go to <laughs> Bone King TV. Oh, 100%. Uh, and it was a BBC stream. So, you know, it was one of those specials. You got three different viewpoints. Um, Fucking, it's always a fun time. Didn't we drink? I think we did yes. drink, didn't we, we? We, what we do is, um, Friday is normally a drinking day. So it's like a bunch of like games that you can drink to. So whether it's Pixel and I playing like Saints Row, for example, or like we did last time, Human Fall Flat, there are rules in play so that every time you do some kind of action, you have to drink. So mm. it was. So whenever we fell, we drank. Flat. Yes. Any <laughs> In a game called fall, Human Fall Flat. It doesn't, it's the best because even when you beat a stage, in order to go into the next stage, you have to fall. So that uh -huh. means you drink. When you want to fuck with your friends and throw them off the ledge, they have to drink. It doesn't <laughs> stop. It's really fun. That's a confirmed fun. drink right there. <laughs> 
and and ask Bar uh, Barb. Well, yeah, Pardo Pardo Barb over here. Pardo uh, you, you, Barb bangering. We're getting George. there <laughs> 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 on the podcast. We're getting there for his nickname at the moment. Uh, I wanted I to at least it. let you guys know that he fucking made the song. That's why I made sure his real name wasn't here or was here. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, um, fucking, and, and you can ask him in any other game, I'm all about fucking being uh, a team player, altruistic. I'm like, here, take the heal, here, I'll go back and rescue you. But in Fall Flat, I was like, nah, I'm, pu- I was, I'm pulling you guys. I was about guys. to say, I beg to, I beg to differ. We were trying to go up, <laughs> up some stairs. I was racing somebody else, <laughs> and your ass caught me and threw me off the building. Yeah. So, no. You, you keep... <laughs> That altruism has an asterisk. Read the fine line, kids. He's gonna get you. But not in human fall flat. That that is literally what the asterisk would say. Like it does not really. It's not up for mystery or anything. It's very simple. Um, in any case, that was human fall flat. Uh, I, the other game I played was Dread Out Two. Uh, I already kind of talked about oh on the last God. stream about all the decisions it made that kind of frust- that frustrated me. Uh, but but Pardo actually saw it firsthand. Uh, yeah, that was. That was a fucking mess. Like, okay, it, it was frustrating. It, okay, I have I have the same feelings about Dreadout Two as I did with Dreadout One, mm-hmm. but I have a <clears> lot <throat> a lot more negative things to say about the mechanics because just like Dreadout One, the atmosphere, the world building, like the things that it tries to like entice you with, and also the lore that is based in real world lore, like all the mythos mm. behind all the gods exactly. and the demons and the yes. deities, that's real. And that makes it really immersive. So when this shit comes up and they have historical items and artifacts that tie into all the mythos behind all these other like creatures and gods, you're just like, wow, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. But the gameplay is also balls. It's just so broken, balls. man. <laughs> it's just so fucking busted. Like, okay, I don't even I'm know. Definitely, I'm definitely going to rip a new one in, into, into Dreadout 2. But I'm, also, I'm going to spoil it. I don't give a shit. So at the end of the game, this game is focused around range and taking photos. They gave you a melee item to use. To swing the melee item, it takes one second of animation of building your arm up and Uh then swinging and then recovering (laughs) from the swing while enemies take no stun animation and they can hoard up on you faster than you and deal damage. And there's their final boss... I'm sorry, but mind you, this is all things that Pardo is seeing that he could just tell just from seeing. (laughs) I haven't played the game. I haven't played the game. I watched (laughs) him play the game. And just from viewing it, you can tell that there's a lot that they didn't plan in the design. Like they had the original game. Like, all right, we understand it's range based because you kind of have like a long range weapon. The photos, you have to plan Uh your environment. You have to know the environment so you can take it. It was the central focus of the fucking game. But yeah, go on. And then (laughs) Dreadout 2, it's like, all right, yeah. Swords, little healing, lots of enemies, no stunning, all running, except for you. You're bad. And the final boss is a giant Goliath. It's a bum rush bonanza. (laughs) Oh, my God. They were. okay. so. Dude, you don't understand how crazy I felt just yelling the words. They keep bum rushing me over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) I had no other solution. Like, it was just. No, but they keep hitting me. The only thing you could have done is go completely against what the idea of that game is. And just melee. Just, like, run and gun Mm. with your stick Healy barb thingy and just take it. Just Half-Life 2 bash things until they stop moving. The best part is that it's not even a guarantee that you were going to survive that head-on confrontation. You had Mm -mm. to kite them, attack a couple times, kite them again, hope you don't get hit by a boss or another enemy that spawned, hope Mm. none of them blow up, and then do it again. And then wait for them all to die, Mm. and then maybe you'll get a checkpoint. 
Yeah, no. Or maybe and you'll and get the a best part is if they do hit you, they can stun lock you and then kill you mm-hmm. no matter what your health is. So that's great. Anyway, I'm yeah, not going to get too much on the Dreadout yeah. 2 because we did talk about it on the previous podcast and I, I, I want to move on and not have an aneurysm. So I'm going to move <laughs> on to my movies real quick. Um, movies that I saw, the first one, and as you'll notice, is also the topic of our of our episode, is the Sonic the Hedgehog movie that I saw Ooh. with Leisurely Vinny. Um, I have a, I had a lot to say about it, and I'm going to let you guys hear about it later on the show when we cut to the, the exclusive recording, after theater recording of Leisurely oh, yeah. Vinny and Bone King. I will say, in, in a sort of non-spoiler kind of way, the animation was, I mean, it wasn't bad. That you could still mm. sort of see the old model in some of the shots, but overall it was it was much better. Um, <clears throat> it was much better than I was anticipating in terms of it being like I actually thought it was gonna be horrible. I mean, Sonic shows up in the trailer looking horrendous. Granted, he has oh the balls God. to play Gangster's Paradise as the fucking theme song <laughs> of the trailer. That <laughs> is right. amazing. Great that. decision. Uh, but uh, I was nervous about Jim Carrey being Dr. Robotnik. Uh, I was nervous about the buddy cop feeling, and, you know, it did a good job. So, you know, I don't I, know. I, I haven't seen the movie. I'm planning on seeing it. Hopefully, I can see it this weekend. <clears throat> but from what I've seen and from what I've heard people say, um, the movie, like, it's just like, it's a, it's just like, instead of focusing on it, like, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a video game movie. It's a kid's movie focused on, like, a video game character. That's mm. cool. And it's it's a good kid's movie. And also, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Jim Carrey, so I wasn't I was I was kind of nervous, but I knew he could he could do a great job. From what I've heard, he did a great job. So that's all I need. That's all I need. Yeah, and I'm pretty excited and, and to go watch it. It's later. funny because like <clears throat> I feel like Jim Carrey has tried reprising his Ace Ventura um, role before, and in a lot mm. of things like Lemony Snicket's uh, a series of unfortunate yeah. boners or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, he was in that and he was trying to do it there and it felt a little too goofy, but then again, and he did it here and for some reason it fit maybe because Dr. Obonic was always kind of a weirdo to begin with. Yeah. So like it, it fit that like eccentric oddball, just like moving like, like erratically. I mean, in the beginning I was nervous about him being a little weird, like a little annoying with it, but he definitely got way better. Uh, and like again there's you could really watch this movie and sonic really doesn't play into anything like in the sonic lore i mean like you really don't need in fact the first few seconds of it you're like what wait who what what they're building a whole (laughs) new lore that it was never there to begin with so like if anything sonic fans won't oh yeah that's exactly what it is they they had a whole musical number oh speaking well you'll hear about it on the uh, the later section of the podcast moving on um i continue watching avenue five the show is still hilarious um i saw i rewatched detective pikachu um It's a very, very good movie, actually. Well, it's funny because I hear everyone say that it's passable, but think about the climate no, I, of video game movies. No, that's, <laughs> a, that's what I was gonna say. Like uh, when I said when I said a cute movie, I didn't mean that like sarcastically or anything. I saw no, Detective no. Pikachu when it came out, right? Mm-hmm. But like, like for for a movie that is just based on a game, not talking about Sonic, excuse me, Sonic, fuck that. Um, mm. It's really good. I think it held up pretty damn well. The movie is really cute. It's endearing. Um, it's got a lot of. It's kind of like. Like kind, of, it's like like the older Disney movies where it's like it's a kids movie with like like, like some adult humor that's just like scattered in and out. Also, probably yeah, because but, it's got but like um, one of those TV made for TV Disney movies <clears throat> that just yeah, kind of yeah. had like you know more basic humor. And the thing is, the it's funny you bring that up because I think of like 
I, I watched these two movies back to back. I saw Detective Pikachu and Sonic. Um, yeah. And it was just kind of like, why does something like this succeed to me and not something like Transformers? And I noticed um. why it kind of worked in the sense that it didn't take itself... I mean, Grand Transformers doesn't take itself seriously, but it does have more edgy scenes than something like kind Sonic of, or yeah. Detective Pikachu did. Also, Detective Pikachu, Sonic, and even the Birds of Prey movie that came out are all trying to be like Deadpool. Fuck. Yeah, that's true. So, like, they all have a snarky character. Yeah. Exactly. Breaking the fourth wall, meta-level humor... Just like mm-hmm. looking at the audience when something happens or just pop saying culture something reference. Off-beat. And mm-hmm. and it's not a bad thing. I'm just wondering how many we can do before it starts getting annoying. But yeah, before um, the trope tires out. Yeah, but Sonic is like the perfect fucking candidate for this. He he literally was made to be a commercial. Like, I mean, <laughs> he, he, there really was no deep design into Sonic's character besides uh we need someone to be combative against Mario. Yeah, uh, it's just, it, it was literally just like, all right, we need a mascot. And he's so, blue, the opposite of red. Yes. So, you know, he does a great job being being a mascot in that movie. Yeah, I'll it. tell you what. Um, the, only, the last movie I saw was uh, Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolved, which was the Pokemon movie that reanimated the first Pokemon movie. Wait, what? I didn't know about that. Yeah, they, they no remade idea. the first Pokemon movie uh, hmm. with Mewtwo. You know, Mewtwo, I guess. Mewtwo Strikes Back, I guess, is the first movie. Um, and they remade it with CG graphics and I'm like, okay, cool. It looks like it's animated in the art style of the card game. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? That's interesting. Yeah. But, but these are the things that bothered me about it. Um, Hmm. one new voice acting. I mean, I guess it's to be expected. Moving on Two, none of the voices sync, right? None Ooh, of them. Like bad, nothing baby. sounds like it comes from any of these characters' mouths. It's pretty jarring in some areas. Mm. Uh and three, last thing. Um, you know that scene in the first Pokemon you've seen the first Pokemon movie, right? Or no? I think so. Are we talking about like Pokemon two thousand or when when they go to the castle and Mewtwo's at the castle and the, he clones Pokemon and he's oh, I think like, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Ash turns into stone. Yes, Pete, that's Pokemon like, 2000. I either cried cries like or pisses on him and he comes back or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, that movie is the movie I saw. And we had to stop watching it halfway because, like, the voice acting and the different oh lines God. they added are it very really strange. That much? Yeah, but no, but, but back to my point. One thing they cut out in particular, when mm. they need to get to the the castle, it's like on an island with like a crazy storm with an ocean. They have to cross an ocean with there's a crazy storm yeah. going on. Um, mm-hmm. In the original, there's like a Norwegian boat, like it's Team Rocket, and they come out on a rowboat, and they're like, Golden Dog, yeah, and they do like an accent, and... I guess yeah. it was too offensive, so they changed it for this one, and now they're just like on a swan boat. It, it's very different. I don't. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I feel like I feel like an impersonator doing an accent is not bad because they're trying to impersonate and also get away with it. So if that's if that's in the area or something, I, I think it's I don't fine. know if it ever got to the point of it being like racially discriminative but then again who am i to say that like i don't know so maybe they were just covering their asses who i guess knows? but I, I still i still don't think saying hello in in an accent in a in a, in a bad accent is, is no but bad. see here's the thing that kills me is that us as audience members yeah. know that that's jesse and james 
Like, it's not like it's a new character that we're like, oh, why do they have such a weird voice? No, we know that it's Jesse and James and they don't talk like this. So they're speaking, they're doing a bad job with their accent. Doesn't that make sense narratively? It it does. And it's consistent because even with all their other costumes in the show, not just the movies, it was, they did a shit job. It was all shit. Mm. And that was also part of the joke. The joke was that they would do a bad job and still (laughs) get away with it. That was yes. the biggest joke. So by making this thing, hello, fellow kids, that pulls away from it. it 100 I mean, I get it. Percent. You're trying to cover your ass, but I feel like you're covering it for the wrong reasons. And you're like, oh, it's it's too controversial. Why? Because it's two seconds of a snippet of an accent. Such a controversy in Pokemon fucking YouTube <laughs> strikes back. Jesus. Anyway, so that's all the movies I saw. That's my entire recent. Fucking knocked out so much time. I'm so sorry. Killing it. <laughs> Let, let me, uh, Pardo, let me hear yours, man. What you got for my, your recent games and movies? Okay, so recent movies are none. I haven't seen shit. The last thing I've seen in theaters was Joker. And like I brought up probably a few minutes ago, I'm trying to see Sonic this weekend. Also, because I want to support my boy, Jim Carrey, even though he's a weird dude, but he's still a dude. <laughs> he's nonetheless, a weird. And I support him. But yeah, yes. so I'm planning on watching that. As for shows, I've been, I've, I started getting into Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And it's an old show. God, it's a really fun show. You haven't stopped watching that. Every single time I we're have. about to start a stream, you're like, uh, uh, Pixel's like, oh my gosh, uh, he's watching fucking Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> it hasn't been that long, and I'm I'm about to finish season four. It's, it's I know! It's crazy! I've also, Damn, that's good. No, there's like ten seasons. Oh my god. It's killing it. I know. It's crazy. Like... I remember, I remember seeing a tweet a couple of years back where it's like, um, I think it was NBC that like hosts the show. Um, mm-hmm. They were holding a poll like, all right, what do you want to stay in season more? Um, the Big Bang or Brooklyn Nine-Nine? People voted for Brooklyn Nine-Nine and then NBC was like, all right, Big Bang it is. And the people got Bazinga. really pissed off. And they literally pulled from the grave Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like, all right, sorry, we'll, we'll put it back on. We'll put it back on. And Good. so the show got put back on go to now i can see why people were so angry that it was taken off because it's a really fun show i really like the characters some of them get pretty annoying sometimes it is what it is no show is perfect right Mm -hmm. but like damn i'm really having fun it's lighthearted. the characters are stupid and really fun they all have like they all stick to a stereotype but they have a like they have depth to them so it's not just like oh yeah i'm only my stereotype they mm. still have like deeper feelings of like emotion and connection and they have two it does cliches well like yes, is what like, you're telling people, me right. like it shows hypocrisy on a human level and i appreciate mm-hmm. that but it's still a comedy either way good shit i'm on season 4 i can't recommend it enough if you like like simple stupid comedies it, it, it takes fun. place in a police station right yeah so like so would my boy leon be like, there yes he's one of the best detectives first day on the job no less I'm the smartest officer on the team. My first Every case day is, is my to find my day, desk. Because I forget everything. Oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, so I'd recommend that show. Um, something else I've been watching, for anybody that watches anime, I've been watching My Hero Academia Season 4, and I haven't my stopped he- crying since. My Hero Macadamia? It. What? It's Boku no... <laughs> I was going to say Boku no Pico. Guys, don't check that out. Boku can, no Pico can, de Gallo. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if you're into it, you're into it, but like, don't do it. Do research, please. <laughs> do your research before not, you complain. Does not endorse and do any of your recommendations. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> Give it to you by a <laughs> bangerang card. Exactly. Cover your bases. Yeah, cover so your children's eyes. 
Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Cover something else while you're at it. Oh, yeah, no. so I've been watching Boku no Pico Academia. And, dude, it's such a good show. People say this season started off really slow. Um, I, I understand that it did start off slow, but there's a lot of things narratively that's happening that it's trying to build into. And mm. I don't mind. I don't mind, like, having a lot of, like, narrative in a, in a show. I mean, Twin Peaks is literally just 40, 40 50 minutes of Oh, my God. Talking, He's watching 10 minutes Twin Peaks. of action. I am. I am, guys. Oh, man. But, yeah, I'm not going to get into that. But, yeah, mm. so um it it like episodes are still like 20 minutes there's not a lot of action in the beginning it's really breaking down how things are progressing I, i'm trying not to spoil anything because like, yeah I don't it's know tough with are, this i know sometimes you, like, you have you, to like how do you be enthusiastic about something without also spilling your like spilling your beans everywhere it's really yeah, good so, you guys you gotta take my word on it. it it's so good 10 out of 10 8 out of 10 good good shit but um, yeah, I, I get that it starts slow. It does, but it's because it's trying to develop a plot and push a new narrative forward. A lot of shit is going down. And I have been sobbing because I am watching my voice. All of these little fucking kids are just growing up. And I'm so proud of all of them. Oh my God. They've just know. graduated to the Chunin exam. It's my favorite tournament arc. But no, like... <laughs> Give the show a shot. It's really nice, really motivated. It's inspiring. It's good shit. Good shit. It's it's typical shonen. So if you don't like specific tropes that are in like shonen anime, hey oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's something that I'd be like maybe maybe consider what's going on. Like maybe think about if you want to get invested, and if you're not, then no no problem. But Listen, I can't watch I this show it. unless the main character is an, an orphan or outcast that has some sort of power or demon oh inside god. of him. I'm just checking off so many things right now. Oh my god. <laughs> How did you know? He's an orphan <gasps> and he lost one of his parents. How did Luckily, you do it? Luckily, I have my checklist on me 24-7. <laughs> Here I go. But yeah, so those are those are the two biggest things that I've been watching. Twin Peaks was kind of put on hold because I picked up Brooklyn afterwards and mm. that happened. And my hero season four. Aside from that, I've been rewatching JoJo. Uh, I don't want to get into that. I love it. <laughs> that's a, that's another fucking bottomless pit right there. Yeah, that's gonna go on for a long time because I. That's I'm another show. No, you don't understand. You don't understand, dude. I've watched all five parts and I'm rewatching it with Pixel, and we're on part four. So this is gonna be my second viewing of all of JoJo. Ooh, well JoJo's good. So fucking, it's, it's worth it. So fun. It's really weird, but it's 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 awesome and fabulous. The further you get, the fabulous er it is. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful right. man. Do you do you have any games that you've been playing recently? Oh man, yeah. So I've been Dude, playing. Oh my um, god. Hopefully, I didn't I've show been playing up in the podcast. Warframe, which is getting a very big update, which is literally changing the entire foundation of combat. I'm very hyped for it. People nice. are kind of like kind of like really scared because anything that changes the meta in a game where like being powerful is the main goal is always scary but that's just they've done this before I, i've mm -hmm. i've been playing warframe for six years now and i was there when they had a bunch of shitty mechanics when they had horrible decisions and horrible characters i've been mm -hmm. with this game all the way through i'm ready to handle any other change they want to throw at me because it's just something new that they want to do i'm fine with that games change as they develop so you should change with it you know always give yeah. it a chance i mean at the same time though i because I, I do feel that like when you when you're committed to a game and you've been there mm. for a while and you go through the changes ups and downs like I totally get it you want to stay committed 
But at some point, some companies specifically, maybe like Warner Brothers or Ubisoft, one of these fucking assholes or whatever, like they'll consistently remove things or or kind of like make things more streamlined, even though they didn't need to be and, and kind of actively fuck with it. Then if you're not having a good time anymore, then you should probably leave and not oh, just no, absolutely. put up and deal with it for some people. Because no, some, no, people abso- some people will. Some people will. Those those are the bad fans. Those those fans no hear me out hear me out though mm-hmm. dead ass so fans that are like dedicated like that that are like oh the game is so shit so I already played all the time oh it's, I I've been with it so long why not those are bad fans mm-hmm. they need to treat themselves have some self respect if they don't like it back off they're like the friends that like blindly support you and don't tell mm-hmm. you what's wrong I was those about are to bad say friends. Yes. yeah. And that's what it is. It's it's those are the people that don't tell the company like what's wrong, what they don't like, that don't make a statement by literally pulling out and saying, "Listen, I don't support this, so I won't be participating." But I loved what you did before. It's just that mm-hmm. right now, this is not for me. So I'm going to be backing out for a while. I'm still right. going to see what changes you make, and if I'm interested, I'll come back. But for now, no. Yeah, like, it doesn't actively add any differences or, or promote any changes to any mechanics at all or any update. And exactly. and they'll actually look at that and be like, okay, so there's no complaints, but what can we remove to make this process quicker and more efficient? And that's where we get to that scenario. Yes, and this is actually something that I'm actually... I'm, I'm really happy for this company. This is a Digital Extremes that make Warframe, right? Okay. Um, every two weeks, the developers themselves hold a one-hour-long stream of everything that they're working on with the game. All the changes they plan on making, anything that's like Put it in, in the a trash. dev build, everything. Put it in the trash, burn it alive. But they no, burn like, it from the stream. <laughs> then they burn the stream. But no, oh, like God. they they actively show what they're working on. They always like, all right, well, we said two weeks ago that this was gonna happen. It's not working out right now. Oh, it's not awesome. ready to be Progress shown, updates so are amazing. Yes. Yes. So they're one hundred percent transparent. And if you didn't tune into the streams, they're uploaded to YouTube, so you can always watch them. On their mm. forum website, they always have a forum explaining, oh, this is the dev workshop. Here's a TLDR. And here's everything that we've been working on as well if you want like direct sources. Transparency so always, gives so much. Yeah. Yes. And it get, with that transparency, it gives people uh, a better understanding of the situation. And it lets fans be like, all right, well, I'm not interested. So I'll pull out. So I'll leave this message and I'll leave. Or, hey, I'm really excited for this. I'm telling you I'm excited. I'm going to stick around and maybe I'll buy something. And like, mm, mm. that's great. And that's something that I'm super into. So I'm really excited for this new change because new, new people, I mean, old people that like veterans that haven't played in years are starting to come back because they're like, all right, literally everything is being shifted on its head. So I kind of want to see what's up. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Funny. Actually, Bloodstained, I, I'm part of their like newsletter because I was a Kickstarter, yeah. um, Kickstarter backer or whatever the fuck. And um, they put out an email saying like, hey, you know that roguelike mode we were going to make? Well, we don't really have the assets to do it and we don't think it's feasible, but Mm -hmm. we have this randomizer mode that we can sort of do with it. So we just want to let you guys know that we can't do the first one, but, you know, we're going to try and do this to supplement that. Um, And I was upset at first, but I was like, all right, at least they told me. And now I know for when it comes out that this is happening. Imagine if they just gave us the randomizer mode with no context. It, it, whatsoever and then, and then they fucked. give you like exactly and then they'd be like oh wait well we couldn't do this so here's this and then people are like oh well you just kind of half-assed it then because yeah, like, but it was after the email, fact like, even if it was the same information because mm-hmm. it was after the fact it bothers people 
Yeah, because it would be it would because if they did it like that, it'd look more like damage control than actual transparency. Yes. And that's a problem. Yes. So just by the fact that like, hey, we couldn't reach this assets and money, you know how it is. So we are gonna supplement it. We're just gonna do our best to get as close as we can. Here is a feature that we are adding. So we hope you enjoy it. We are putting our effort in. That's appreciated. Again, transparency, man. That shit, that's dude. all you need. It's very it's simple. Important, dude. It literally like it builds a community. So take care of your community. It's It'll not fucking that hard. build itself. Like pe- yes. streamers make communities daily. <laughs> like come the fuck on. Absolutely. Yeah, and it, and it, they don't just like do shit out of nowhere. It's like, "Oh, well, hey guys, I'm I'm going to stream this. I'm planning on doing this. What do you think?" Planning the votes. They engage with the community all the time to see what like they should do next, where things are going to lead, things mm-hmm. like that. It's important. It's just communication when you come down to it. Any relationship, just need that communication. And it'll it'll work itself out. Just talk with your dudes. Yeah. Speaking of communication, uh, did you play any other games, or was that was that it? Uh, uh, yeah. Sorry. Um, I'm no, also okay. playing Risk of Rain because I like breaking shit, and I want to break this game. Nice. It will be mine. Um, oh yes, it will be. <laughs> I'm mine. just saying. I'm just saying. Risk of Rain is a game where plot barely any. I swear. You are on a ship, and you are traveling to some somewhere redacted i don't give a shit someone <laughs> takes your ship you have to take it back okay it's it's way based the long the more time you take to get to your ship the harder everything becomes and it's not like oh it gets harder by stage it gets harder by time every oh 10 boy. minutes the 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 game itself gets harder and, and once you hit like like 40 minutes the difficulty gets set to ha 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 and everything wants to kill you, and it will kill you, so you need to collect yeah. items to protect yourself. It's like a horde-based kind of game, yeah, from what you're telling of. me. Yeah, Yeah. so like you can either focus on, all right, well, I want to survive as long as I can, so I'm going to get a bunch of items uh, throughout all these stages. I'm not going to go to my ship yet. I'm going to take three hours to just collect everything, become a god, accidentally sneeze on the final boss and kill him, and then go home. <laughs> Or you can be like, you know what? I'm up for the challenge. I'm going to get to the final boss as soon as possible with as little gear as I want. And I'm just going to try to like nut up and shut up. And I'm going to make it happen. It's so hmm. much fun. It, I actually I just thought really it was like an games. RPG initially. But from what I'm hearing, it sounds completely different. It is. Because like you would think it, like, it has because it does technically have like an experience bar, which just correlates with how much you get to live because it's your health. <laughs> but like. Oh, that makes it an RPG, nothing else. Everyone knows RPGs are very specific and not a nebulous concept at all. (laughs) No, of course not. It's very black and white. Do you level? Yes, RPG done. (laughs) RPG done. But, like, the the way that this game plays out is so much fun and is so engaging. It's stressful to learn at first, I'm not going to lie. I was really turned off playing this game in the beginning. But once you actually learn how to do what you need to do, I, I can't put it down, man. It's just so yeah. much fun. Oh, I can totally can understand mod. that. You get into the so, gameplay yeah. once you get the groove, 100%. Dude, yeah. But yeah, so like those are the two biggest games and, and shows that I've been into. Uh, if you can't, if you can get a chance, go ahead and play Risk of Rain. Risk of Rain 2 is also out right now. It's in beta. Uh, also, devs are transparent with that. We'll always tell you the updates. It's and, on Steam. Yeah. It's on, so oh, you yeah, can it is. gift yeah, it to all your friends. Get that shit. Make sure your Yay. friends buy it for you. Just convince <laughs> them so you don't spend money. It's good time. It's good time. Use your Steam wallet. <laughs> oh, yes. All two cents from all the cards I sold. <laughs> yeah, from all the trading <laughs> cards we sell. Yes. Um, all righty. So we'll go ahead and swing right into our news. Uh, I'll go ahead and start us out. 
so this first thing is kind of a rumor that's been going around. Uh, so I don't really know how much I should, you know, credit it on the show. Mainly the whole reason I bring it up is that it's come up on several different news sources now. And I, normally when it's on comicbook.com, it's, it's, I usually don't trust it, but because mm-hmm. it spread, maybe these guys are just being assholes and overreacting. I don't know. But anyway, apparently the Dino Crisis remake got canceled. Oh, I didn't um, even know that was a thing. Yeah, uh, they were saying that like they it, Capcom apparently is being very indecisive on what's coming after Resident Evil 3 remake. Like at first mm. they were like, "Okay, Resident Evil 8," and then we heard that whatever game they had in development got canceled halfway through. Yeah. Um so we legit have another Resident Evil 2.5 scenario, by the way. Uh oh. 1.5 where it's like the Elsa Walker the what if game. We have another one of yeah, those yeah. cuz they do this every time. Um, but in any case, uh, so then we heard Dino Crisis was going to be remade because it was an older property that would be remade just like it. Huh? Yeah. Okay. I remember. No, I think we actually talked about this. Like there was a rumor of Dino Crisis. I didn't know about the canceling. I knew about the initial rumor. Well, the new rumor is that it's canceled on top of the rumor of it being Dino Crisis. So, you know. Yay. Now I can put my forgotten excitement back in the forgotten section. Thank you. My fucking non-solid excitement. Yeah. I was actually kind of looking forward to that because I didn't get to play Dino Crisis. And with mm-hmm. with the rumor, the initial rumor of the remake, for me, I was just like, okay, this is a good chance to I like, could like jump into it and like learn it and see it in the RE engine, which is fucking gorgeous, by the way. Oh, yeah. And like I would have loved to have like a first experience with like a cult classic game be on the RE engine. And then I could go back and revisit the original game. Exactly. And see what that was like. that I wanted to do awesome. that too. Yes. But then they're slapping my nuts. Why would well, you then do again, that? It's a rumor. We don't know. Yeah, it, it's true. It's a rumor. So we'll move on. Uh, we won't give so it that much time. So stop hypothetically slapping my nuts. Hypothetical Capcom. Hypothetical <laughs> I'll hypothetically DNA. stop when I hypothetically feel like it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> In These any case. hypothetical tears, you know. Go on. Hypothetically Go on. fuck off. <laughs> Uh, the next thing is, um, uh, someone was, I forgot who sent me this first, but I got it from a few people today. The Castlevania Symphony of the Night mobile port just dropped out of nowhere today. I sent that to you. I remember. Oh, you did. Yes, you did. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. That was the source. I kind of, and I think what I said to you was like, that's cool, but I have my Vita and like, what Mm -hmm. will my Vita be for if I don't use it to play PS1 classics? So I can't get it for that. Exactly, because you can just download it from the store. And just have it mm-hmm. there. And not, not only that, you'll have better controls. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to lie. You can you can get, you can can get connect any controller to your phone. I can connect my PS4 controller to my phone. Mm-hmm. It's easy. But, like, that doesn't change the fact that the Vita exists. It's cool as fuck. It has access to these classics already. Just mm-hmm. get it there. Just play I it I mean, there. it's cool. It has a button that lets you transform to your things automatically. But you could, like, mm-hmm. you know, just not and not fucking (laughs) like and just still play the game it doesn't make that big of a difference like you could just simply not and on top of that like i would hate i don't know how you could play a a game like that that like really is based on kinetic things like jumping and hitting and platforming on a system that could literally stop at any second because of a phone call like i i don't that's true yeah i don't i can't like i can do it with card games i could do it with rpgs because it's like you know, it feels more turn-based in a way, but fucking yeah, Castlevania, dun, 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 dun. like <laughs> fucking no way. Are you kidding? No, I, I totally, know. I totally feel it. It's a completely different experience. Like, like, like you said before, like if you're playing like, like a turn-based RPG, it's perfect because guess what? 
it's going to be your turn anyways. So it's going to pause, technically pause, regardless of no matter what you do. So just go ahead, answer the call, answer that text, and get back to the game. And, and, and Castlevania most likely will pause too. But like, what if you pause in the middle of a jump? Like that's... Mm-hmm. That's not or when very you're about good. to get hit, or like right before a boss, or in the boss. It's, there's a lot that it's not I, worth. I just it don't just see. Like, Sim- I don't see Symphony of the Night being very good on a mobile platform. That's just. I don't know. It's just me. Yeah, uh, it's one yeah. of the. It's one of the issues that I've always had with like getting games on mobile, like classic games on mobile. Mm-hmm. It's just any anything anything can interrupt your phone because your phone is a multi-purpose device. So while you're mm-hmm. playing a game. Anything can just cut it off. Hell, you may even not register that the power's low, and then it, guess what? Get fucked. No save. It died. I, I don't know if I go. I mean, because like I agree with you, but I, I could still play RPGs and card games, no problem. It's just specifically platformers and very like kinetic focused games. I just I, fuck off. Like there's no, no way absolutely. I could I could do that with the fucking even the touchscreen controls. Like I don't could even you? know. I could I could never imagine. I couldn't imagine playing Crash Bandicoot on mobile and then just having things constantly interrupting me because Bro. oh wait discord oh wait i've got a, i've got three texts you know what I, some weird thing just came up an app absolutely I, I fuck i i got it, i saw on the resident evil on one of the resident evil facebook groups someone mm-hmm. fucking 100 percent completed the resident evil remake on their phone what really a, how the fuck did you get the Damn. remake to run on your phone? B, <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> that is impressive. Um, that's crazy. I mean, if it could run on the GameCube, then yeah. But still, that's insane. I don't I don't even know, man. But Maybe anyway, should, that's all the news I got. Them. I should. Contact I'm going to get them on the show. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll interview them. So how do you how do this you illegal do? thing off how, the how record? <laughs> How did you 100% this game on your phone? Give me your phone. I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm going to um, confiscate any- this. Change the name. It's my name. I comp- I did it. Oh, yes. Jailbreak it. Fucking <laughs> virus break it. Uh, speaking of, do you have any news for us? Yes. <laughs> speaking of virus, I was going to talk about coronavirus because Bam. that's kind of a thing right now. Topical. Not only that, media is blowing it the fuck up. So mm. I just wanted to give a quick, a quick couple points just to, you know, take care of yourself and your fellow man or woman around you so that you don't go hella, uh, what's it called? It's, it's a little minor thing. Oh, yeah, hella pandemic. Don't go, don't go <laughs> pandemic on your friends. Not postal. That's a different thing. Don't um, outbreak on your friends is what you're telling <gasps> file me? File two. <laughs> this is the, this is the file three. <laughs> We've been training. We all were waiting for File 3 to come out, but little did we know we were about to live it. We were File 3 the whole time. Oh, fuck, man. So I'm going to cover this real quick. Wash your goddamn hands, you fucking savages. That's all it takes. It's like the Black Plague. Just wash your damn hands. You'll solve it. Wash your hands, okay? Wash your hands. It could be literally in anything. You could wash it in mud, feces. Vaseline. Water burger. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Wash your damn hands in that grease, son. You picked such random things, though. <laughs> like Vaseline. I was like, dirty things, wa- uh, dirt, shit. And you're like, Vaseline. <laughs> Burgers. Hey, hey. Water burger isn't a burger. It's a lifestyle. Y'all, Jesus if you Christ. haven't been to Water Burger, you fucked up. I'm just saying. Well, make oh. sure to wash your hands in lifestyles. Okay. It's true. It's the the best lifestyle. Did you know that Resident (laughs) Evil 7 has a Whataburger cup in it? It's great. 
I love it. Uh, my fighting style is my wash style. Water burner? I don't know. <laughs> Water wash style. In any case, uh, oh, yeah. fucking, yeah, I'm wash so, your hands. Yeah. Wash your hands. If not, fun fact, hand sanitizer or like little wet wipes work just as well as long as it is alcohol based and it is over 60% alcohol. It will dry your hands because it's alcohol, mm-hmm. but I like having dry hands over dead body. That's a pretty cool thing. Well, Speaking when you're of a dead, dead body, body, you'll have dry hands. <laughs> over my dead body. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, another another quick thing. Try not to get too caught up on media. Media is like, oh, yeah, the death rate has increased by 50%. Let me tell you, 50% of 1% is 2%. You will be fine. Just stay I, clean. I do, okay. I do. I don't know. Because, I mean, I do know mm-hmm. something that viruses yeah. are dangerous. And I, while I have no idea what the actual death toll is, I do know that there is one. So let's not completely count it out, but let's not oh, get no. ourselves crazy not, about it. You know I'm what I mean? Saying, I, I agree with you. I'm not saying it's not dangerous. The virus itself, it's not like it's lethal. It can, I mean, obviously. No, I think what Pardo was trying to say is that you need to go deep throat the nearest thermo- uh, thermometer, uh, hy- hypothermic ne- hypodermic needle. I This joke works. Um, just keep digging, man. Just keep just digging. Just keep digging. Fucking, I just need you to go. Digging. I think what Barb is telling you is to go mm-hmm. run around in a cow field and then is, go and the deliver babies. That's what you need to do. Is that is that the fourth attempt or am I still delivering babies as a third? These are all at the same time. You need to, you need to do <laughs> oh all of God. this at the same time in order to stop yourself from getting infected with the coronavirus. You need to you need to gain as much virus as possible in order to <laughs> counteract the virus. <laughs> yeah, you can only well, fight fire with fire, people. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That'll get out all the dumb people. It's called natural selection. But natural yeah, selection to- erection. <laughs> Oh, I have an erection. But the, Sorry, what I'm trying to say real quick is I'm not saying that it's not a big deal. It does mm-hmm. have lethality to it. But I mean, if we didn't have an immu- like immunity that was used to the cold, the cold would also kill us too. Mm-hmm. It happens. And the, the highest the, the highest death toll that's happening are from people that are like immune, like their immunity system is compromised mm-hmm. or like very elderly people. The people so, that are young, yeah. as long as they treat the symptoms, which are very similar to a fever, you'll honestly, you'll most likely make it out just fine. So just stay calm. Don't panic. Just be informed and stay just, collected. Just and wash, wash your, hands, your you fucking damn savages. hands, Laura. <laughs> uh, you haven't seen Fire Walk with me yet. No, I haven't. Oh my God, that reference is lost upon you. Get back. I'm sorry. Contract the coronavirus. Get back to me after you watch Fire Walk with me so we can truly get the true irony of this quote. Jesus Christ. (laughs) All right, guys, I'm off to go get a virus. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Anyway, uh, I think that's all the news we have, right? I think we're good. As far as I got, yeah, for news, that's it. Alrighty. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. This has been the Fan Freaks Podcast number 32. Um, We're going to go ahead and cut after the break to some exclusive, exclusive audio of me, the Bone King, and Leisurely Vinny right after watching the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, literally like 10 minutes as soon as we walk through the door and freaking we're like, we're not saying anything. Let's just wait for the freaking podcast. It's so so uh, great. We hope you guys enjoy that. Thank you so much for listening. And Barb, thank you so much for joining. Pardo, thank you so much for joining. <laughs> no, it was Bangarang, okay? It's also George, okay? Thanks, George. Yeah. Bangarang, Pardo, Barb. <laughs> 
Thank you so much for having me. Everybody else, thank you very much for for just listening to us talk and ramble. I'm going to leave it over to Vinny to take over. Bye. Hello, everyone. This is the masterful dude of doodliness, the face that runs the place, the host with the most, Adrian Mikewes, and you're listening to the Fan Freaks podcast hosted by the Fan Freaks Facebook group, the home to all freaks and all fandoms alike. Join us at F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S Fan Freaks Facebook group. Be there, be square. Okay, so... It feels uh, like a fever dream. We saw we saw the Sonic movie uh, just now. We literally just got out of it, and we thought, hey, you know what? We, I, you know what? It's funny. What did I say going into it? I said, you know, I want to talk about it afterwards, but I don't think I'll have much to say. I mean, it's just kind of, you know, Sonic in is. a modern setting. But here we are. <laughs> That's all we've been talking about since we just walked out. I'm joined with Leisurely Vinny, as always. And uh, uh, Did you like back. it, first? Off, I love first it. and foremost. I like it. I, I like it. I really do. I, I it's weird because like I didn't hate it. I won't say it's the best thing in the world. And there's definitely a lot so of cringy fun. moments, but it was so fucking funny. <laughs> but, uh, but honestly, we were talking about it earlier. I think you and me made it way more fun than it actually is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, like, okay, the oh movie itself God. isn't written very like funnily. I guess it's not very funny in terms it's, of it's not jokes. focused very well. It's, it's story structurally wise is all over the place. But but it's just funny because of the context <laughs> all over and a lot of things that we added to it. So I I, I couldn't help but jot a few things down on on my uh my quick little notepad uh so, uh so let me know if you have any things you want to talk about specifically but i i do have a couple things that i think were, i mean really you're more of the add. sonic guy than i am so right I think so you should but here's the thing about sonic though straight from the beginning okay yes the original sonic games and this is from someone who was a diehard fan did not have much of a story Okay, it was robot. It was kind of like an anti. Uh, it was like an inv- environmental message, actually. Yeah, like an anti-machine, anti-nature versus machine. machine kind of thing. Oh, like just like uh, Endor. It was supposed to be like Ewoks versus the Empire. Yeah, pretty much. Like yeah. rise up, small, small animals, cute animals against the machinery machine man. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what Sonic was. So that was Sonic One, and then Sonic That's Two. It. They were like, you know what? This sold well, so let's throw in another character, and that was Tails. Ah, uh, speaking of the Star Wars reference I made, just the first minute in that movie, dude. Okay, there were oh so many references. God. Like there are so many Straight fucking up, references. Only one Kenobi. Like every five seconds, there's a reference to some sort of pop culture or or a product placement. And there's like a ton explode. of product placement. They, they do Olive Garden like three or four times in this movie. Oh my god, I, that's. Uh, they talk about a rent a car oh, thing. Or, I mean, or, we shouldn't. We didn't say spoiler. No, well, we haven't gotten to the spoilers yet. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We literally haven't gotten into anything like okay. that. Okay. I will say uh, before we get into the spoilers, and we might as well get into it now. But uh, before we do that, the music. The music choice was very well done, weirdly enough. Yeah. I've never combined Sonic and Queen before. <laughs> but Don't Stop Me kind of makes sense. Yeah. Like. Can't stop me. Oh, my God. Like. <laughs> that and Gangster's Paradise. Gangster's Paradise in the trailer was awesome. It's so weird. Like, these things don't really fit all that much. But, but at the same time. Me, don't stop me. That kind of fits with Sonic. Yeah, but not know. Gangster's Paradise. But not Gangster's Paradise. But it, I don't know. It, it didn't make me remember the trailer. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It was pretty fucking ballsy. Oh, yeah. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and jump into spoilers. So if you don't want to know anything about the movie, just go ahead and see it. If you're a Sonic fan, uh, yeah, definitely go see it. I recommend it. All right, let's go. So spoilers. Um, Yeah. 
So the biggest thing. Uh, sorry. Let's start where in the beginning. You want to start at the beginning? Let's do it. Okay. So I was we start jump to out, the end. Uh, <laughs> in Sonic's original world, which is just green zone. Non-descript, nondescript. Just green hill. Green hill zone. Green hill zone. It, it, they call it green hill, but then when they go into the human version, that place is also called green hill. Yes. So, like, is it because it's an alternate dimension that they have I think similar? So. Qual- like, it's not very well explained. I, there's I, nothing I, really. But then again, we're also watching a kids movie. There, there's not to be That's any not real really explanation. That you like when you watch a Disney movie like fucking The Lion King or, yeah, or something. You, you think know about what's kids going movie on back then versus kids movies now. We just saw the trailer for the prequel to for Indespicable Me. Oh God, you're so right. There was the prequel to Despicable Me. That's. That was okay, horrendous. you gotta think about it. kids' movies nowadays are no offense, but dumbed down. I guess in the mainstream media, sure, because that's not fair. Because there's a lot of good movies. That oh, come I out. definitely you know what I mean. I, there's definitely but a lot. They definitely of good. get more theater time. You, you are right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's just get that off the bat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's only for story. Overall presentation, Green Hill Zone definitely looked good. Right, right, and it's weird because Green Hill Zone. I, we, I was picking this up as we're, well. Hold on, we're not there yet. We're getting ahead of uh, ourselves. We're, we were in the previous Green Hill Zone in the first dimension. Oh, that's right. Where Baby Sonic is running around, and <laughs> then he runs back home to Mama Longclaw. As I just recently found out, uh, it's not a real thing. Yeah, no. Vinny asked me, he's like, "Is this a real character?" And I'm like, "No." Because I was like, because I played like the original Sonic games. I played Sonic Knuckles. I played Sonic 06. I played Sonic Advance. They, and did you ever see a long claw? No, that's owl? what I'm saying. Like, just in case there's a game that I I never played. Maybe it's maybe it's someone in the comics. I never really got far into the comics. I have no idea. But at the same time, it's why why can't Sonic just be there on his own? Why does he got to be like? Raised by someone else owl. and not have his own parents? Why not just have Sonic's mom or dad? What difference would they make in the plot? <laughs> we, we So much has happened to Mrs. Mama Longclaw. She died, probably. But we have no idea who, who she is, so why do we care? So she's gone by the time we learn anything. But we do learn two things. One, that, that rings... Not only well, because these are different rings. These are because there's no standard rings, I guess, or yeah. were there standard rings? I have no idea. At this I don't point. think there were. There were only warp rings. Yeah. And these warp mm-hmm. rings, when you think of a location and throw it, it'll teleport you there. Which is like not how none of the rings worked in the game. But I'm not gonna ask them to be that specific. That I don't. I don't really care. It's it's, it's it does it's, warp, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, it does its actual function, but not in its original original use. Right. But it's just funny. We learned that. Plus that Sonic never stop, never has to never stop running. Okay, yeah. It's, this is this explains why Sonic always needs to run because yeah. we needed that explanation. Because like, he's because he's on the run from the, the Inchilla people. Inchilla, <laughs> the Echidnas. Yes, as we saw, it was actually Knuckles's tribe uh, that's attacking tri- Sonic attacking when he was a baby. Tough claw. I, I, I mean, <laughs> long claw. I it's, mean, it's <laughs> owl bo- girl. <laughs> Owl Woman. Who is this Owl person? Mama. But no, but the Echidna race, it's so funny. Like, I don't mean to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to bring in the lore of Sonic into this shit. Because there really isn't much. Uh, but if we were watching the Mega Man movie, I would be dropping this bombs too. But the thing is, if this was supposed to be a movie about the classic Sonics, none of those fuckers exist yet. No. Like, though the Echidna race and shit wasn't shown until, like, Adventure, they did what they were talked about in 3 and Knuckles' little character blurb. Yeah. But that was really it. So it's like, oh, okay, so now he's being pursued? Like, 
I guess that adds some sort of something between Knuckles and Sonic. Yeah. I guess I don't know. I, I but, feel I feel like it, throughout the movie, it, it definitely keeps setting up how Sonic and you know. And I, I just I, I just want to stress though that this movie gave us a reason as to why Sonic needs to run, even though he has super speed. Yeah, I feel like if I had super speed, I would just be running anyway. Like, wouldn't you just be running all the time if you had super speed? You don't need anyone to tell you, don't stop running, Sonic. You'll never be safe. And he was already running a lot prior to the message. You know what? Now that I realize it, that's counter to the message that he gives the main character, dude, to stay in town. Yeah. This movie's very confused, and the sort of message that it's trying to give. Because Sonic (laughs) regrets leaving... Uh, Mama Bird. But Mama Bird told him to keep running. I get it. But <clears throat> so don't he fuck doesn't Mama want Bird? to keep running. He wants to stay where he's at. Oh my god. Oh get my it? Because he wants to stay on Earth. <clears throat> I, so that's what that's what he was trying to tell uh, Randy. Randy. Yep. Randy the Rando. Because I don't know. He just seems like a young Randy Marsh. I don't know. But speaking of like Sonic and, and running away and, and other powers that he may or may not have. What was with the fucking Sith Lightning? Oh my god. I, I don't know. Should I save that for when we get to the end? Uh, that's for, yeah. At the end. That's for the end. Okay. I don't, that's, I'm, I'm way so too excited next about one, this one. Sanic is in the movie. <laughs> Sanic the Hedgehog. Sanic the, the drawing. Sanic yeah. the Hedgehog. I guess it was so popular. Not only was it in the fucking Sonic Forces game, but it made it to the Sonic movie. It's ridiculous. And it's what this crazy, like, uh, I don't know, uh, batshit dude oh, yeah, running around Carl. town. Crazy Carl. One of the best characters in this movie. Showing people the Sanic picture, <laughs> which makes me fucking Calling the blue laugh devil. So hard. Because the whole point of the Sanic picture is that it's a shitty drawing. Of Sonic. Like, he couldn't, like, I don't know. It's just so funny that this old dude has the picture of fucking shitty Santa. Like, I drew this. It's the blue devil. Uh, ah, believe me. I, and also, this leads into my next point, where the Green Hill area, like the human town. I love this town. Was pretty much just fucking. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. It was uh, Twin Peaks, Bright Falls, Silent Hill, every small town in the middle of the woods. I know how that sounds. Sheriff. Vinny, I, I know how it sounds that, like, we're just saying, oh, because it's in the mountains that it's, like, Twin Peaks. No, is that the thing? roadhouse. No. The sheriff. Yes, the Lucy fucking, uh, Oh, my God, the assistant was Andy basically combo. Lucy and Andy. Yeah. Just like, um... Uh, who's that other character? In, that in was Deadly you? Premonition. Yes. Uh, uh, Thomas. Thomas, yes. Where they also uh, mixed Andy and Lucy together. What's up with all these inspirations doing that? I love it, by the way. Don't it's stop. It's great. I mean, it, it slims the cast down, I guess. But I don't know. It was so weird that they kept hitting locations from Twin Peaks. this character was so funny. He was, I, he was so funny. The main, that, that rando dude, <clears throat> he, was, he was a sheriff as well. He was a deputy. He wasn't the sheriff. Okay, but you know what? He was also the deputy police officer. Of the town of Green Hill. And granted, I know he was kind of in the middle of nowhere, but they really emphasized the quirky characters, the crazy Carl and the chainsaw guy. Oh, it felt, it definitely felt like the town in Deadly Premonition. It just, I, I don't, I would never think to put the Sonic character 
in like Twin Peaks. The Twin Peaks over the top. What the? I don't know. I don't know. So uh, speaking of things that I wouldn't think to combine, would you ever think to combine Doctor Robotnik being a, a a service member in Afghanistan? That was ridiculous. That's a truth bomb. And oh, he also did something with a nation that doesn't exist anymore. Does this imply Doctor Robotnik like committed genocide? Yeah. They also made a reference to a jumper, like jumping off the building later. Oh, yeah. They made a suicide joke. Oh, oh okay. So, you know what? This actually leads into something really quick. The movie had a dark sense of humor because it was desperately trying to be like Detective Pikachu, which was trying to be like Deadpool. Deadpool. So It made sense for Detective Pikachu to be like Deadpool because of Ryan Reynolds is in both roles. Right. But because Detective Pikachu did so well, the people who did Sonic was like, you know what? This is where we go. It's a video game movie. It did well. Let's copy this. Yeah. So, of course, easy it's, marketing. it starts in media res where it's in the middle of, oh, oh, my God. I wonder if we if someone out there, if, oh, my God, someone crazy out there would find the specific moment on the podcast where we were talking about the Sonic movie. Oh, my God. I and made you a po- made that joke of uh, like, pew, pew, urch. hey, I'm Sonic. I bet you're wondering how I'm here right now. You fucking called that so goddamn hard. I, I can't believe it. I know. They used the... Because, of course, Deadpool did it, the in-media And res. Detective Pikachu. They did it... Well, did it? I don't know. Did it start in the middle of the action and they reversed back? I yeah. don't think... Did it? I don't think it did. It, 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 it I thought they started with the Mewtwo scene and then it come back. Oh, my God. You're so right. Like in the middle of the bridge... But that was in the past. Oh, that's right. So no. Because they did it twice. Uh-huh. No, okay. So Detective Pikachu doesn't fall into this. But like, it needs to be like Deadpool, so we're going to do it again. And yeah. you know what? Birds of Prey also did that. Yeah. So while Birds of Prey was, again, well-written and funny and had great characters. It was Deadpool. Everyone's doing this trend. Yeah. And at a certain point, it's like, okay, I get it. You don't need to keep having the unreliable narrator. Yeah. Like, it's it was cool the first few times, and then it's going to start getting dry after a certain well, amount Ferris of time. Ferris Bueller was Doesn't, like the most popular one. Right. And it's not like it's a new trope on its own. It's Everybody's been done before. Everybody's done it forever. Right. But let's just move on. Either way. Um, so I just thought that was interesting that it's also de- kind of resembling Detective Pikachu Definitely. in that regard. Uh, with the kind of humor, the, the dark, uh, edgy humor that's Ryan Reynolds. I got to stop predicting these kind of things. Uh, it's just funny in Deadpool. Um, also, because one of my favorite lines in this movie is, uh, look what came out of my egg sack. And then <laughs> that, he, that's the, how Sonic got the told egg, by Dr. Eggman. Was it? But no, he said something like, uh, someone that cares so much about robots, you certainly keep all your eggs in a basket. It was so contrived or something ridiculous. Like It was on the building. That's right. It wasn't at this point. He says this when he releases his drones, which, by yeah, the way... Yeah, but Sonic wasn't there to hear that, so how would he know he said I have that? no idea. Maybe someone could point that out because I have no idea how Sonic came up with the whole Eggman I think Sonic came out the Eggman after the whole uh, uh, Charlotte's Web thing. Okay. Oh, you're so yeah. You're right because he mentioned Charlotte's yeah. Web and how she 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 laid a gross egg sack. Yeah, and I was like, what the again? What's with the pop culture reference? And again, why with the gross imagery? There's so many so moments. Look what came out of my eggs. They talk about Sonic needing to take a piss a couple times and then fucking like no, they show was, his no. feet a lot. It's like what is with this movie? <laughs> Oh, you poor oh, thing. Zoom Sonic. in on Sonic's feet for the people like in the in the internet 
who like that and have kept Sonic uh, alive for Sonic years. The Sonic fandom is going crazy over this. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say everyone in the Sonic fandom is into the the kinky stuff, and I'm but not even going to try and say that it's weird kink stuff. Hey, if you're into feet, that's whatever, dude. Yeah, that's your jam. Just don't touch mine. But you know what? Sega realizes this that that's the community. They sold it really well. That's the community that kept them alive through all the shitty broken games. Sonic 06, Sonic fucking in this the. Uh, not Sonic in the well, Sonic in the Secret Rings. Yeah, Sonic Boom. That's yeah. the other one. All of Have those games, you gotta throw it something for them. You gotta give them a bone yeah. and a boner. Hey, and it's live action. <laughs> Either way, um, one thing I wanted to mention about Doctor Robotnik actually, yeah. he had a lot of drones, right? Oh, so many drones. Which is funny because that fits with today's day and age where drones are becoming a new thing and accessible in today's society. But how funny that this movie needed to wait until drones were more accessible. <laughs> like, because it was doing that in the original yeah, games. He had drones. I guess that's what you would call yeah. them. So it makes sense in his character, I guess. I think I don't Jim know. Carrey, I think uh, Dr. Robotics is definitely one of the bigger highlights in this movie. What would you like about him? Because I liked him too. Uh, like, I... <laughs> Uh, besides being a scientist because yeah, you like that I, I, besides the whole mad scientist part which is always fun that's your jam yeah oh yeah definitely uh, I, he really had good physical presence oh was he not Ace Ventura once, oh, once again I, the mask Ace Ventura he was prime Jim Carrey the whole dance scene I, I, it's so weird how Dr. Robotnik is a good analog for this like kind of character. Yeah. I know he's kind of like a zany dude. He always stayed inside the chair. He probably didn't do all these zany animations like this. But, but this fits strangely well. I guess he personified a, a good weird supervillain. I, I I wouldn't even say it's good per se though. I feel like the director basically told him, you know what? Just have fun with it. I think he's an asshole, but he's relatable in the sense that he just really likes technology. Yeah. And he just does all this weird just, shit he when he he's alone. Keeps, he just keeps wanting to advance. He blasts music and dances alone in his room and shit. Well, and that's like, how he does. That's what he does when his thing's loading. Rem exactly. Remember what he did when he was loading shit? Yeah. He was running from things. <laughs> he was like skiing and then he was running. Like, okay, so he's let me describe it. from a T-Rex. Yeah, let me describe it for the listener. So he's analyzing one of Sonic's hairs, right? Uh, and I know you're past the spoiler, but whatever. Um, and, and while he's waiting for the analysis to finish, he gets in front of like a hologram green screen. Yeah. And then things behind him start happening. Like he starts skiing and then he starts getting chased by a dinosaur and then it chops his head off. But then he does a really good like body fucking uh, pantomime of his head being taken and then he pops his head up. Like, what? Where's really this coming well from? Uh, <laughs> like <laughs> I like this a lot. So, um, yeah, no. Also, one other thing that, that this movie really liked to put forward quite often was the um, the Quicksilver scenes. Twice. So I, I, I was never a huge... I, I kind of get it when the Quicksilver scene did it. And mm -hmm. I kind of get it the first time Sonic did it. Because you expect this kind of scene to be in a Sonic movie. Because you figured everything would be slowed in Sonic's eyes, in Sonic's perspective. I, I guess don't that's know what the that, camera is trying to portray. that's how it works. Because... I, I know Sonic's fast, but he was never stop time fast until so Okay, for you, for the listener in the audience that fucking played Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, yes, he does get time stop, but that's when he has the Chaos Emeralds, you motherfucker, don't even make me bring this stupid Deep Lord bullshit, okay? We'll bring the He's Lord supposed down. to just be fast, but you know what? I guess it makes sense. Evan Peters and did it's it popular in X-Men. It's a popular type of scene, and they did it twice. If you have a fast character, do it, I, I guess. I feel like they should have waited to you use it 
to, on the drone scene. I feel like they shouldn't have done it on the bar scene. They, but you know, they did it twice, <clears throat> which I mean, sometimes I would think, you know what, maybe that's overkill. But that's Sonic's gimmick. Yeah, it's not like he, there's other X Men to focus on and have a gimmick with them. It's kind of like this is Sonic. He moves fast, so so we're very limited what we can work with. What, what what does the director have on his iPod? Yeah. Let's put this shit on right now. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't even remember the songs, to be honest. I just remember Dr. Robotnik's Tunes of Anarchy playlist. Oh, my God. Which is hilarious. He's probably wanted, on Spotify already. He wants to make Dr. Robotnik land in the games, but he, he's an anarchist now. I don't, I don't know. He's the Joker. He's the Joker because everyone... He, oh, my God. Is that why he was dancing and being dull? You don't think he was trying to be like Joaquin at all? No. no. No, that's no. a stretch. We're no, not gonna, no, we're no. Now she's overthinking it. I was just making a dumb joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So I have here in my notes. They keep showing Sonic's feet. Yeah, no. Well, we already, we already mentioned they huge. Yeah, I know, but I, I want to mention this because through the be- it's like so gross. It's like human looking. Well, well, hold on. But not only is it canon and part of the story that Sonic has weird, ugly blue human toes. Uh, like in the shape of a human oh footprint. Oh my god! Not only that, the but I noticed the shape of a human footprint. in the in the beginning parts of the movie, he doesn't have his signature shoes, and I was like, "Oh shit! Okay, so they're gonna make it like a big deal. Like his shoes come from somewhere. Are they gonna make it the fucking soap shoes that can grind on fucking rails and shit? Probably not. But let's see where they go with this. So they give him the shoes, and it's just a random little girl that gives it to him. Yeah, she probably took it from one of her toys. And- like it has nothing to do with the random main character best buddy comedy thing. It has nothing to do with him getting it as like a technology like from a Dr. Robotnik or something. I don't know. It's just new shoes. She just gets it. New shoes. And you know, I, I when I was watching it, I really wasn't upset or anything. I just kind of was like, I guess oh, I didn't know. I, I guess I didn't know what I was expecting. <laughs> I, I guess it, it could have been anything, and this really is just as good make, as anything else. So I mean, it's kind of <laughs> hard make, uh, making uh, getting shoes exciting. But then just why not just give him his shoes? True. You know, right. like, what is this? Yeah, I saw you smack it. <laughs> smack that. But um, they, why not just give him his shoes in the beginning? Like, why? That's true. Or make that the ability to warp. I guess it was, he was like, no one's ever given me a gift before. But the little girl really never showed up ever again. Well, she showed up one time dancing around her mother who's still in bondage. Which I will admit, for all the, the shit that we give this movie, it had a couple of... Uh, interesting fucking um shots is what i mean to say it had a couple interesting shots like yeah when when they're like excuse me for a moment when he's talking to his girlfriend is it girlfriend or wife 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 yeah okay we saw it to his wife and they're like can you give us a second and they go behind and they start sneak talking behind the door so sonic can't hear him and the camera pans out to reveal <laughs> that that care that the sister uh sister-in-law character yeah. was like just sitting there the whole time and, like i totally forgot that character was in the scene and when she interrupted it was the funniest thing and they ever. established it like i'm yeah. not gonna lie like if anything, it had one really good, well-written joke. I'll give it two, actually, and they both involve that sister-in-law. Yeah. Because I I totally forgot. They established that the character was there, and then she just panned out oh my all the she was there. The other funny line was when the little girl was running around. She's like, can you put on my Fitbit? I might as well get some steps. I thought it was, fu- no, I thought just, it was funny I don't when know they decided to take her car. <laughs> Poor lady, they're taking everything from her, and she's tied up. She's got no saying in oh, her house. Speaking of weird, like decisions that like were were oh for a, for children's comedy. Why remember, didn't that guy drive? 
But fucking um, when when the guy's like, you know what? I've always wanted to be, you know, a deal with a real issue as a police officer. You know, really protect the peace, be a real officer of the law in the big city. You know, so I'm gonna move there, and I got the job opportunity, and I've been applying for it. So I'm just gonna go for it, do my best. Sonic's like, no, don't follow your dreams. Stay home. Never leave. And he's like, what? Yeah, you have all your friends here. What, you're just going to betray them by leaving you? N no, they, they only really need me to change tires and watch, you know, babies and stuff. Like, they, they really don't need me. They can get someone else to do that. No, they don't. They get you. And I'm just kind of like, is the moral of the story to really not follow your dreams? Well, no, I think what Sonic was saying was uh, Sonic was, didn't. Uh, was regretting to constantly leaving, you know, home. Sure, but the so lesson you're conveying. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, I'm sorry. That's that he was trying to convince him to stay home because Sonic wants to go home and he's trying to say that in a way that so he could stay home. I, I get that, but how does that not sound like Sonic being selfish? Like that's that's what Sonic is. He's egotistical. But that's the thing. Usually, that's the thing at the end of a, a movie like this, like yeah. a children's movie, that the moral is like you know Sonic would learn that you know you can't just stay in one spot. You have to grow as a person. He he maybe needs to explore the Earth, and instead of staying in his one spot, because yeah. that's what he eventually no, starts the doing. Is protect your friends. Yeah, the message is, uh, I'm going to protect my friends. I'm going to use this power to protect my friends. So they start teleporting all over the world using the warp zones or whatever. Which I thought was a pretty neat shot. I, It's not really how they work. They kind of all I, go to the same place in the original. But whatever, who cares? Um, I mean, come on. Is that, we're already breaking the rules. So throughout the entire movie, Dr. Robotnik is like revealing, oh, I have this secret weapon, right? Yeah. Like, first of all... Uh, he's been holding on to this piece of hair of Sonic for a little while. Yeah, licking it and shit. And uh, and I and I was thinking, come on, this is obviously revealed for Metal Sonic. Yeah, and that would actually be a the power call. and build his own version so he could have his own version. Exactly, of Sonic. he gets the DNA from Sonic, so he makes his own Sonic. Yeah. Wasn't that make more sense in in terms of narrative? It's just, I just, it, that's what clicked in my head. But of course, and I thought about this. Anybody who's making a video game movie and has not played the video games, they're probably gonna go, "Well, I'm gonna play the first stage, and that's all I need." Yeah. So the thing he comes out with is just the thing he flies around in. In the first stage. In, in the first stage. It's the first it stage's it's, boss. I know. And it's like, oh, that's really that's lame. It? You know the final boss in Sonic is like a mech, right? Like, there's a lot of things and you can do And it looks like uh, Mr. Robotnik. Yeah, and it looks like... Could you imagine a, a giant Jim Carrey robot mech? I would mech? love like, that. That'd be fantastic. That, you know how funny that would be? And I'm it just, just saying, moves like Jim Carrey. If you're already going to go this far, you might as well. well might as well. Like, it a would giant fit. mech. Jim Carrey. Uh, speaking of of Jim Carrey, I though, will laugh so hard. We mentioned the uh, the 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 assistant earlier for a second. He has this assistant, uh, Doctor oh, Stone, Mister Stone. They're already doing it. So he, we say this because in every scene, he Jim Carrey gets really really close and to physical. his assistant like really personal space shit like he's literally an inch away from kissing him on the lips oh and I'm, there's oh. nothing wrong if they were like together but it's never established that way i it's, think it's more of like a dom uh, dominant submissive type of role shit you're fucking right maybe it's just kind of like he it's just purely like a sexual relationship yeah 
Yeah, because he doesn't. Because he doesn't seem like the type of person that would have like any emotional interest in anybody. He even needs, says yeah. he has no friends, right? So this is just him, just you know, just to unload so he you can continue to, working. I'll never say Doctor Robotnik unloading ever again, please. <laughs> but but, but you're it makes right. Sense. No, because you're right. At a certain point, he's like choked yourself against the wall. Exactly. And it's like whoa. Oh, this is un- whoa, and he gets really close. I'm, 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 oh, oh yeah. At some point, he grabs him by the jaw. Oh, That's literally a, a I, I kinky sexual thing. I, I, they are fucking. I'm almost that, 100% yeah, yeah. certain. I'm like 85% sure those oh, two characters definitely. are fucking. Uh, he gets punished every night. Gets way super punished, especially yes. for this. Oh, my God. <laughs> After all this, when he comes back from Mushroom's Hill Zone... Oh, he's gonna, gonna get fucking, super punished. He's gonna get quite the spanking. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was interesting. Also, we came up with a, a funny part because when they were saying goodbye on the roof, <laughs> do, do, do you want to say this or you want me? Okay, so no, you got it. You did it best. Oh my god, but the, I can't do the visual element. Oh, that's the scene. That's the worst thing about doing this joke on the show. Like, so we were talking about like because there were you know this is one of those scenes where two people are on a rooftop and they're about to say bye and they're, they're trying to explain their feelings but they're guys but they can't well so it, they it, really- not even that they're guys but they can't it's just that they're too in any other movie it would well in some other movies yeah. there's like a romantic sunset they're on a building they're like well i guess this is goodbye then Oh yeah, well goodbye. And then they reach slowly closer to each other. And, and no, and then he he t- he is about to walk away, and he goes, "But one more thing." And at that moment, in any romance, that's this sounds like a romantic oh, comedy yeah. already. He would run into his arms and just be like, "Yeah, well, come here, buddy." <laughs> like it actually, because they they actually come in for a hug. But I swear, the fucking like script is like one last thing. Come Kiss. here, buddy. And then they come in for a hug, but it's like... Mm-hmm. It made it look like they were about to kiss. I don't know. It was fucking hysterical. It was hilarious. The movie was uh, so much funnier than it is. Right, right. So, <laughs> uh, again, so it ends with a sort of... Uh, with the Mushroom Hill reference. A lot of reference to Mushroom Hill. Because, uh, like I said, they're teasing uh, Knuckles. I Well, they're, they tease Tails at the end. So... Oh, yeah. The Tails reveal was really cool. Tails looks good. I, I think Tails looks really good. It sounded like him. And it really did sound like him. And he uses technology like he did. Yeah, the scanner. Like, and he's like, we found him. But, and you know what? They're, I don't know if they're going to explain the helicopter tale. That that was something that I was saying. We I was were like, just arguing about that. I at, was really curious. At the end of the movie because I'm just like, I can't figure that out. I like, was really curious to see like how Tails' tails were going to be animated. Are they going to clip he, through like, each other? Maybe he quickly winds his tail of any of them. No, because you have to stop at some... Listen, the only way it worked in any of the games was because it was able to clip. You know when Sonic is running and his his uh, legs become like a wheel, like a circle? Yeah. That would be whenever Tails was flying. It'd be just like a blur. Okay. You, It didn't actually show it. Oh. So now here in this movie, they didn't show it. So I guess they're following the trend. But at some point, they're going to have to show it, right? It's going like, to weird. It's going to look weird. Um, but you know what? It's what we're looking for. It's what we're looking for. Overall, I'd say um, this movie is fair, really good, but it's really close in tone to things like Detective Pikachu, and Deadpool, Deadpool, and actually, right. I brought this up uh, earlier, the Power Rangers movie. Oh, definitely. It's just campy, full of, definitely full of uh, product placements. Like, it's definitely paid by Olive Garden. 
<laughs> there's a lot of product placements like, uh it feels the president really... of the united states gives a hero of a small town a 50 dollars gift card to olive garden i feel like the reason why i'm not upset at the campy humor in this as opposed to something like transformers is that transformers campy humor makes me groan like oh forced. of course and then this campy humor makes me go what what like this doesn't make any sense why is sonic being defended like sonic's knocked out on the ground and who saves him and rescues him and saves the day the people of twin peaks <laughs> the chainsaw guy oh my the god Andy when it came out of the chainsaw Lucy combo oh, the, 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 what's his face when he was like he's our sheriff yeah what the Yo, fuck this guy was this guy literally put on his straight voice. A lot of weird choices. kind of choices. No, no. I didn't hate him, the but one they were just choice, like, what? The one, the, one ch- the one choice that got me perplexed at all the entire movie is the shot when they were at, when they finally got to San Francisco and they crashed the car and Sonic came out of the driver's seat. Why the hell didn't the guy drive? Yeah, they're like, and she says that. She's like, why did we let the alien drive? Yeah, Sonic's an alien, by the way. And then she's, he's just like, what? I got us here, didn't I? And it's like, they didn't answer the question. Yeah, but the car's beat up. There's probably a lot of damage. His feet probably didn't reach really. We're also trying to keep a low profile, are we not? Like, no? why didn't the guy just drive? Didn't I, I Sonic don't know. just say that he doesn't know where San Francisco was? So ultimately, I also want to mention, because uh, we mentioned this earlier, the Force Lightning. Um, they totally pussy out, and granted, they don't have the Chaos Emeralds, so they couldn't do Supersonic, I guess. But they feel, I feel like they were almost there. They, they, he was charging. He was charging, charging. But it turns out he was just, I guess, embracing the dark side, and he gained Sith Lightning. And, and now <laughs> Sonic is able to shoot lightning from his fingertips. So we find out secretly that Sonic is actually the grandson of Palpatine. Yes. <laughs> This was the the hidden secret. This uh, is why they didn't mention si- his lineage. Why we have Mama Red Ravenclaw? What the fuck was her name? Mama Longclaw. Uh, Ravenclaw. Yeah, no, because Sonic's parents are actually the Palpatines. Yeah, and that explains why he could do Force Light. He's the dark side. <laughs> this is so dumb. I can't with this. I mean, when, he, when he was like shooting lightning at us, I was like, what the fuck was this? I I just was like, okay, I guess he could do this. Why now. not just do the charge ball at least? Um, yeah, and they did the charge ball earlier. And Why I not guess just that do it smart. again? I don't know. I don't know. They did do the homing attack. I thought yeah, that was, that was pretty, pretty cool. cool. But it was like, what else can he do? I, I mean, he's the Sonic jumped on things. What do you want me to do, man? There's not a lot of fucking variation here. At least here. Mega Man had different weapons. <laughs> yeah, at least Mega Man has a gun for an arm. Um, either way, this movie had another tease, just like Power Rangers, where it was like the Green Ranger. Oh my god, yeah. And then now we got Tails for this one. The Tails teaser was pretty cool, because we thought that the uh, uh, Dr. Robotnik shaving his head was going to be the you know. Yeah, final. and he ends up looking like the classic. Oh, and he also ends up sounding like him. I feel like towards the as we get closer to like the sequel, he's going to end up sounding and being just like Dr. Robotnik. Because Jim Carrey was sounding like Jim Carrey yeah. the entirety of the movie. And then at the end, when he gets transported to the Mushroom Hill Zone, he starts shaving his head and he has a long mustache. And he's like, oh, he's living there for a while. He's, his voice gets gravelly and... I'm not trying to say, oh, he just has a different voice. He sounds like Dr. Robotnik in Sonic Adventure. He's putting on the voice of that guy's yeah. voice acting, and it's really well done. What the fuck, Jim Carrey? How did you do that? He, I, think, I can't even do it. I know. I finally got you. It's like a weird cadence. I, we're Like I said, we're getting closer to the original, to the Dr. Robotnik we want to see, you know? And, I, and honestly, I like the idea of Jim Carrey portraying him now. I've, I've never thought... 
Dr. Robotnik. As a Sonic fan, I never thought Dr. Robotnik would be a good analog for Ace Ventura. Like, the the acting styles, the -the over-the-top mannerisms. What the fuck? Jim, you've convinced me. You got it. You're done. So, now, Jim Carrey convinced me that he could be Dr. Robotnik, and we were talking about this earlier. Vinny's really into Mega Man. Oh, so we were thinking about the casting of Mega Man. So Vinny, on, live on on air for for our listener. I don't want to. I don't want to like t- you know just to push like you know Jim Carrey as uh, Albert Wiley, but I don't know. It's tough because who's who's too old people to play? Who's too old people to play as the scientists? I'm calling you right now. Who's gonna play Albert? Uh, the only scientific Albert Wiley and Thomas Light. Um. The only person I can think of that like fits like a really good scientist role that's really popular in media is Morgan Freeman. You you look me in the face, he wouldn't be a good Doctor Light. He would be a good Doctor Light. I mean, granted, he he's black, he's not yeah, white, he's but but still, he has that kind of older scientist. Ca- I can't think of anyone else who's like who's got that kind of cadence and voice who can be a a strong protagonist scientist. Unless you know what, maybe fucking even um. Oh God! What's his name? Breaking Bad. Give it to me. Oh um, my God! Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston as Doctor Light. Would that be cool? Wiley. I'm thinking of like really gruff actors. He had a mustache. That kind of sound experience. That's true. I, like I, those are my two picks for that. But you know who is automatically going to get typecasted no matter what? Oh, Tom Holland as Mega Man. Tom Holland as Mega Man. Obviously. If this movie ever comes out soon, come on, Capcom. Tom Holland You're doing Mega Monster Man. Hunter. You I'm might a, as well. Like, as as soon as you said that, I I was thinking about. It. I was like, that works. It's the only. It, just I think it. about it. He's after Spider Man, boy, right now. After Spider Man, how is he not? And kind he's of Nathan like, Drake in Uncharted movie. Really? Yeah, you didn't you didn't hear about that? Oh god! I, oh god! I don't know. I don't know if I like that one. Only because they're doing like when I, he was you know a kid. who would I would scenes when he was a kid. Oh, for that that's fine, but I would rather have believe it or not. And I never thought I'd do this. Tom Cruise or fucking Tom Cruise would actually be pretty cool. Or Matt Damon or someone is fucking uh, Nathan, Nathan Drake. Fillion. Nathan Fillion as as uh, Nathan Drake. That would be interesting. But either way, uh, it, just, fun. it makes me think about the future because it seems like now Vinny and I are fitting into this demographic for movies. We're like, we went through the, the 80s with My Little Pony and Transformers yeah, and Power Rangers. Uh, well, Power Rangers was also the 90s as Power well. But Rangers, well, Power, well, I mean. It, it hasn't stopped, yeah. the Power Rangers stuff. But either way, we had all these really popular properties coming up and coming back. Uh, not Battleship. Oh, God. Why can't I think of any more? <laughs> Saturday morning cartoons. Anyway, but now we've passed that that kind of generation. And now we're heading into like early video game stuff. And now video games are getting more attention. So oh I'm God, kind we of had excited. the Mario movie for like the longest time, and that was it. And just that kind of put a bad taste in my mouth for everything. Oh I guess. my god, I still liked it. So I'm kind I of optimistic. Times. But Monster Hunter looks interesting. Mila Djokovic is only jo- in Kavovich. That's why she's gonna be in a Mega Man movie. <laughs> either gonna be Splash Woman, she's gonna play role, or Mega Man, just or do it. Fuck maybe Doctor Light's dead wife. <laughs> she plays a character that's off screen the whole time. <laughs> either way, um, I honestly think it'll be really good. So, uh, Vinny, any last words uh, before no, I, I kill you? <laughs> uh, I really did like the Sonic movie. I, I, I want to see the sequel, definitely. Yeah, I mean, they definitely set one up. I mean, who's up, who's like, to say they will sequels. actually get it? I, 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 by the looks of it, it's making a lot of money. It's doing really well. I mean, it took a lot of money from product placement, so let's hope so. Not just that, but have you like have you seen the reviews? 
Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. pretty positive. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, absolutely. And we just saw it and we liked it and we're talking about it positively. So, you know what? I I will say as my last word, too. I mean, Doom could get a sequel. Sonic could get a sequel. Right, right. And it really didn't make it like like a betrayal or anything. It kind of take it took it back to the roots, Vinny. Did it really? Do you feel like it did? Kind of, because it, it took away all the weird shit of Sonic. I mean, Sonic. it was just, only stage one, so how far back in the roots can we really It's about, go? yeah, that's about as far back as you can go. Because it didn't do the stuff from Sonic Adventure where he just exists in the world. They ex- they kind of explained Mobius in a way. Yeah. But whatever. Overall, I had a good time. I'll see a sequel. I, I remember seeing the trailer and saying it was going to be awful, but you know what? I was pleasantly surprised, and I will say right here, right now, on maybe the podcast... I can be wrong, okay? I have an initial reaction. I can have an initial reaction to something and still be wrong, okay? Yes. All right? Just clear that up. He is finally human. I I, I finally become human. I'm no longer... Like like Sonic showed you... It's Because Sonic is more human than you'll ever be, so he showed you how to be human. He fights robots to show people how human they are. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Sega! Sega!